Somebody says, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about, uh, you know, people, what about them atheists? Let me tell you what I do know, amen. They may say they don't believe, amen, but they going to believe. Everybody's going to believe. Oh, yeah, there's coming a day, friend, amen, when every eye shall behold him. Ain't that right? Amen. I'm t- I just tell you what the scriptures say, amen. Boy, I tell you what, I love, I love my Bible, amen. I, I got a little something on my heart tonight. It's a little different, amen. I, I'm not a very uh, educated man, not very smart, amen, amen, as far as that goes. Uh, but, boy, I know one thing, just pay attention to the Lord, amen. The best commentary on the Bible is the Bible, right? That's right. You want confirmation about the Bible? Look in the Bible. It'll always prove itself out. Somebody say amen. Inerrant word of God. No mistakes. Hey, is everybody okay? Amen right there. I've got a couple places marked. Got a lot of reading I'm probably going to do tonight. I don't believe it would be real long. Amen. Uh, but I'm just, you know, going to obey the Lord. Amen. In the book of Jeremiah, we'll be there. Amen. He talks about, amen, uh, 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 the, the children of Israel being taken Amen, into, into, into a captivity into Babylon. Is everybody all right? Amen, and we're going to look at that for just a minute. I, a few things in there that uh, the Lord wants me to try to bring out. And uh, like I said, I'm not very, uh, very smart about a lot of things. Amen. Not a very deep preacher. Amen at all. Uh, but boy, I just want to obey the Lord. I want to help you tonight, and then we'll move on along. <coughs> Jeremiah chapter number 27 he deals with false prophets in here too. Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen right there. Well, if we ain't living in a day filled with false, false preachers, is everybody okay? People ain't being called of God, trying to, trying to do the work of God. Somebody say amen right there. Amen. Now, I know we all got, when we got saved, amen, and we got in God's arm and we got into, into the family of God, amen, all of us are supposed to be doing something. Right? Is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Amen, but buddy, we're living in a day and a time, Brother Darrell, when these people getting up and, and but they ain't got no power of God on them, ain't got no spirit of God on them, ain't got no knowledge of God on them. Is everybody okay? Amen goes right there. So in Jeremiah chapter number 27, and we're going to do a lot of good bit of reading. We're going to start reading in verse number 4. Bible says we're just going to go on into it. Amen. And command them to say unto their masters, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Boy, to do us good to pay attention when God's speaking, right? Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, thus shall you say unto your masters, I have made the earth. Amen? Is everybody all right? I still believe, Brother John, that God spoke this into existence. I still believe that God hung the stars in the sky. I still believe that he knows every one of them by name. Is that all right? Ain't that right? I still believe he spoke light and there was light. Somebody say amen. I still believe that he divided the light from the darkness and called the light day and the darkness night. Is everybody okay? I still believe in God, amen. I still believe in an all-body God, an all-powerful God, an all-knowing God, an all-seeing God, an all-hearing God, amen. He's still God, he's still on the throne. God's not got old and weak and feeble, amen. He's got every bit of power he's ever had, amen. He said, let them know. He said, I have made the earth, the man and the beast that are upon the ground by my great power, 
and by my outstretched arm and have given it unto whom it seemed meet unto me. And you know what he didn't do? He didn't ask your opinion or mine. He didn't ask our help. Somebody say amen. That's right. God does things God's way. Amen. Amen. I don't understand it all all the time. Somebody say amen. But boy, I'm going to do my best to live in the center of God's will for my life. Amen. Now let's look at this right here. He said in verse 6, And now have I given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. We know who Babylon is, amen, that's confusion, somebody say amen. You wind up in Babylon, friend, you're in a mess, right? Right? Amen. I mean, but if we get spiritual here for just a minute, you wind up, amen, in Babylon, in your, in your walk, in your life, amen, your life's a mess, usually, amen. So let's read on. He said, and now have I given the land into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and the beast of the field have I given him also to serve him. And all nations shall serve him. And his son and his son's son. Until the very time of his land come. And then many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of him. And it shall come to pass. That the nation and the kingdom which will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, that nation will I punish, saith the Lord, with the sword and with the famine and with the pestilence, until I have consumed them by his hand. Therefore, hearken not ye to your prophets, nor to your diviners, nor to your dreamers, nor to your enchanters, nor to your sorcerers, which speak unto you, saying, Ye shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy a lie unto you to remove you far from your land and that I should drive you out and ye should perish. We'll stop right there for just a minute, amen? What, what, what he's saying is if you go against the word of God right here, what God's telling you to do, amen, you're going to wind up in Babylon. We're fixing to see. God says, if you'll just go on and put your neck under the yoke, amen, and accept the judgment and the chastisement that I give you and serve him, he's going to tell them that you can stay in your land. But if you refuse to do that, because, see, that's God's will, that's God's judgment, he said, then I'm going to remove you from your land and you're going to Babylon. Amen. We're going to read that in just a minute. So I want you to understand what's going on here. God's telling them, you're going to have to do what I say or there's going to be consequences. Is everybody all right? And that goes for us today. For us as the children of God today, as the church in America today, we better start doing what God tells us to do or there's going to be consequences. We're already witnessing it out there. Is everybody all right? So listen to this, chapter 11, or verse 11. But the nation that bring their neck, here it is, under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him, those will I let remain still in their own land, saith the Lord, and they shall till it and dwell therein. I spake also to Zedekiah, king of Judah, according to all these words, saying, bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serve him and his people and live. Why will ye die, thou and thy people, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence? as the Lord has spoken against the nation that will not serve the king of Babylon. Verse 14, Therefore hearken not unto the words of the prophets that speak unto you, saying, 
Ye shall not serve the king of Babylon, for they prophesy a lie unto you. For I have not sent them, saith the Lord, yet they prophesy a lie in my name, that I might drive you out, and that ye might perish, ye and the prophets that prophesy unto you. Amen. He said, don't, don't listen to those, amen, that's, that's going contrary, amen, to the word of God. Somebody say amen. I'm telling you right now, we, we, in the day in which we live, we better be real certain and real sure who we are listening to. Somebody say amen. We better be real sure of the man, amen, that, that's up in front of me, my family, and our children, amen, preaching the word of God, telling them what the Bible says. Why? Because we better make sure that man is preaching it right. Somebody say amen right there. Got so many that's preaching it wrong. Amen and teaching it wrong. Somebody say amen. But we better be real sure of who our children are listening to. Amen. And so listen to this now. Also I spake to the priest, verse 16, and to all this people saying, Thus saith the Lord, hearken not to the words of your prophets that prophesy unto you, saying, Behold, the vessels of the Lord's house. Listen to this shall now shortly be brought again from Babylon, for they prophesy aloud to you. Hearken not unto them, serve the king of Babylon, and live. Wherefore should this city be laid waste? And as I begin to read that, look at that, and then he goes on down, and he says in verse 18, But if they be prophets, and if the word of the Lord be with them, let them now make intercession. Listen to this. And this is where, this is where a lot of them, are missing the mark. And I'm talking about a lot of a lot of the preachers. Amen. In their prayer life, praying for their congregation. Amen. That that right there is one of the most important jobs. One of the most important parts of being a pastor is getting along with God and interceding on behalf of the flock of God. Amen. That he's got them sitting over. Somebody say amen. A man that will not pray, amen, for the, the people in the church, amen, is not one that I would want to sit under. A man that would not weep and cry and call somebody's, their, their congregation's name out, individual name on a daily basis is not somebody, amen, that, that really cares too much about the congregation. Is everybody all right? They're more worried about their position. They're more worried about their finances or this or that. Amen. When we ought to be worried, amen, about uh, the condition of the ones that's sitting in the pew. Now, I'm talking about pre preachers and pastors. So he said, he said let, them, let them now make intercession to the Lord of hosts that the vessels, listen to this, which are left in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah and at Jerusalem, Go not to Babylon. They some that's going, right? They some that's been carried away is what he's saying. And so listen to this. Amen. He said the people are going to go now. The vessels within the house of God. I want to go down to verse number 21. Yea, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, concerning the vessels that remain in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah and of Jerusalem. They shall be carried to Babylon and there shall they be until the day that I visit them, saith the Lord. Then will I bring them up and restore them to this place. I want you to go now to the book of Ezra and we'll, we'll wrap this up real quick. 
The book of Ezra, chapter number one. Amen. About, as best I can understand, you know, probably around 70 or so years later, after, after they've been taken captivity, in captivity, God made a promise about those vessels in the house of God. Amen. God made a promise that although they're going down there to Babylon, he said, I'll bring them back. Didn't I just read that to you? He said, they're going to go, they're going to stay there till I go and visit them and bring them back again. Right? Didn't I just read that? In verse number 22 over in the book of Jeremiah. So in Ezra chapter number 1, listen to this. Verse number one, now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord, you hear that, Brother Paul? The Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth and hath charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah, who is there, who is there among you of all his people. His God be with him and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God which is in Jerusalem. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he soldiereth, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold and with goods and with beasts beside the free will offering of the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Verse number five. Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and the Levites with all them whose spirit God had raised to go up to build the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar came in there and they tore everything down. Is everybody all right? Tore it all up. The walls were broken down. So listen to this. Verse number six. And all they that were about them strengthened their hands with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods, and with beasts, and with precious things beside all that was willingly offered. And listen, here it is. Verse 7, listen to this. Also Cyrus, the king, brought forth the vessels of the house of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem and had put them in the house of his gods. Even those did Cyrus, king of Persia, bring forth by the hand of Mithradoth, the treasurer, and numbered them unto Sheshbazar, the prince of Judah. Those vessels that God said are going down to Babylon. And they're going to stay there, Jonathan, till I visit them. And then I'm going to bring them back. Let's go back and read that verse again over in Jeremiah. Chapter 27, verse 22. They shall be carried to Babylon, and there shall they be until the day that I visit them, saith the Lord. Then will I bring them up 
and restore them to this place. This place where the house of God is. This place, amen, over in, I want to read this. You don't have to turn there. Over in Ezra chapter number 7. I'll just read verse verse 18. And whatsoever shall seem good to thee and to thy brethren to do with the rest of the silver and the gold, that do after the will of your God. The vessels also that are given thee for free, uh, given thee for the service of the house of thy God, those deliver thou before the God of Jerusalem. Verse number 23. Whosoever is commanded by the God of heaven, let let it be diligently done uh, for the house of the God of heaven. For why should there be wrath against the realm of the king of his sons? In other words, it's time. When I read that, I I thought about this, Brother Darrell. When God goes visiting, is everybody all right? I just want to encourage you tonight because I know there's, there's some here. Maybe you've got friends. Maybe you've got loved ones. Maybe you've got a spouse or a child or a grandchild. Maybe there's somebody near and dear to your heart, amen, that that you've been weeping over. Amen, they they used to serve God. They used to be down at the house of God. Amen, but the king of Babylon come by and somehow got their mind all messed up and pulled them out of church and they're out in the world. Some of them might be strung out on dope. Some of them might be uh, drinking and, and doing all kinds of things. Some of them might be living a wicked, abominable lifestyle. Amen. It looks like there ain't no hope. It looks like the devil's got them. It looks like Babylon's going to swallow them up. Hey! Can I tell you something tonight? Amen. Although they may not listen to you, although they may not look at you, although they may not want you around them, and they may not come around you, amen, but there's one thing about it. When God goes visiting, they won't be able to outrun him. Hallelujah. They won't be able to tune him out. Amen. When he gets in bed with them, when he crawls up next to them in the middle of the night, and he doesn't let them get no rest, and he doesn't let them get no sleep, he said, I'm going to go down to Babylon, and I'm going to visit them and I'm going to bring them back. Boy, what a great day that is. I to realize the God that we serve. Hey, he's about ready, I believe, to go visiting a few vessels. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe he's ready to go visit. Somebody say amen. Don't get that. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to see your loved ones all messed up and sin and the devil's got a hold on them. I know it's hard to see them living in Babylon. We serve a God. I said, they'll be there. There's coming a day that I'm going to go visit them. Ain't that what he done? And then we read over in Ezra where the Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord came and stirred up the, the new king of Babylon. Is everybody all right? And he gave the vessels back. Why? Because he didn't have no choice. Because God went visiting. Amen. Amen. There was a bunch of vessels, amen, that had been left at the house of God. 
He said, pray that they don't get taken away. Pray that they stay. Amen, I'm praying for y'all every day. Amen, that you don't get tripped up. Amen, that you don't get discouraged. Amen, that you don't get down. Amen, that you don't leave the house of God. Why? Because this is the only place. Amen, you're gonna find peace from that world out there. You're gonna find strength, amen, when you've done all you can do. When you seem like you took every step you could take. You thought you've almost drawn your last breath. Amen, you're ready to throw your hand up and quit. You come down to the house of God. You find strength. Amen. God's spirit will come by. He'll hug us up. He'll speak to us. Amen. But more importantly, amen, he's about to get ready to go down to Babylon and visit some of our loved ones, I believe. Amen. With everything in me. Why do you believe that? Because when I was praying and weeping and I just reached out and flipped my Bible open and I was praying God send the light out. Send out the light to the dark places. Lord, send out the light to the pits out there, the pits of the world. They're trying to get out. They can't see. As I'm praying and weeping, God send the light, send the Holy Ghost out to where they're at and draw them back to the house of God. And then I read that. I don't believe in coincidences. I ain't that smart. I can't put it together. And I read that, Brother Paul, where God said, they're in Babylon. He said, pray for those that are still here that they don't go. And I'm like, okay. Then I got down there to that last verse. Hey, man, Ms. Hunter, and it said, they're going to be there till I go visit them. God said, I'm about to go visit some. Amen. And he said, they're going to be there, not just till I go visit them, but when I go visit, I'm going to pick them up. Ain't that what he said? And I'm going to bring them home. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting it. There's a whole lot better just me and the Lord in the dark. Amen. When he showed that to me. Is everybody all right? Amen right there. I'm telling you, you've got a loved one you've been heartbroken over. You're about ready to give up on. Amen, don't you worry about it. Amen, God ain't gonna give up on them. I said, God ain't gonna give up on them. Although we may throw our hands up, say, that's it, I quit. I just don't know if I can go any farther. God said, that's okay, because I can. Amen, I can go all the way down to Babylon and pick them up and bring them back. Hallelujah. And he's going to. I believe that. Might bring in some we don't even know. Amen. Might bring in yours. Amen. And if he does, I'm going to shout the victory for you. Hallelujah. Might bring in mine. Don't get discouraged if yours ain't the first one back. Is everybody okay? Just know that, hey, he's going out to Babylon doing a little visiting. That right there just stirred my soul. Amen. When I remember... And I look back, Brother Richard, at the ones, amen, that we know that walked away from God, that the devil, the king of Babylon got a hold of, drug them out into Babylon, drug them down, got them in captivity, amen, and it seemed like there ain't no hope for them. And then I read, they shall be carried to Babylon, and there they, and there shall they be until I said, uh-oh, until when? 
until the day that I, who's speaking? God. God said, they're going to be there. Brother Tyler, they're going to be there until the day that I visit them. That's personal. That's personal. That's personal. Well, if you just get your spiritual mind wrapped around this, amen, you got to put on little spiritual glasses to see, amen, what he's really trying to say here. Is everybody okay? I know we like to have things written out right, amen, and we like to deduct everything and, and try to figure it all out. They just some things, amen, that's got to be spiritually discerned. Is everybody all right? That's personal when he said, when I visit them. Amen. They some he's getting ready to go visit. Amen. Just call them up and say, okay, that's fine. You don't want me talking to you. You don't want to hear nothing I got to say. That's fine. But let me tell you what. Amen. God's about to come visit you. Amen. God's coming to visit. You won't let me come. God's coming. You won't come visit me. That's okay. That's okay. Keep living your lifestyle because God's about ready to come visit you. Is everybody all right? God's coming to Babylon, honey. And right, God knows your address. Ain't that right? Well, what a great God we serve. He said, they're going to be there. He said, until, until the day that I visit them, saith the Lord, then will I bring them what? Up. And what? Restore them to this place. He'll bring them back to the house of God. Amen. Some of them might be covered with scars of the world. Is everybody all right? Might not look the same, might not talk the same, might not act the same, might not dress the same. But God said he's going to restore them. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen. So I just want to encourage you tonight. Amen. You might be a little discouraged about that when you've been praying over. Seems like they're getting farther and farther out, deeper and deeper in. Amen. But God said, God said, hey, hey, Calvary Baptist Church, I know I hear you. Hey, some vessels, hey, some vessels that's gone down to Babylon, been taken captive. You keep praying for the ones you're worshiping with that they don't get tripped up, they don't get taken. You keep praying for your husband that's there beside you or your wife. You keep praying for the one that's sitting in front of you, your friend or your cousin. You keep praying for those deacons that's having to struggle. You keep praying for the pastor. You keep praying for the young people. Amen. As they grow up, amen, they won't get their eyes off of what they're doing and they won't get out in that world. They won't start listening to honky-tonk music. Amen. They'll keep, they won't start singing rock and roll. Amen. And country music. They'll keep singing good gospel music. They'll keep living for the Lord. You keep praying for them that they don't get taken out there. And you know what? You do that and I'll go out there and visit them. Is everybody all right? Is everybody okay? Amen. He can break into jail. Amen. Ain't that right? Hallelujah right there. That's right. He can go down there and get in the crack house without getting shot. Is everybody okay? Hey. Ain't that right? That's the God I serve. When he gets ready to go visit, there ain't no door he can't get through. There ain't no wall he can't pass through. Is everybody all right? There ain't no chains he can't break. Hallelujah right there. Some of y'all might get that on the way home. 
Amen. That's right. He can go down in the most filthiest holes. Amen. This world's got. Amen. In the gutters and the alleys and the byways. Amen. Places you can't walk because you'd get shot or stabbed. Amen. He can walk right there in the middle of it all. Amen. He can find them and he can pick them up and he can bring them back. He can sit right down next to them. And he can say, you're wicked and you're ungodly and you don't deserve it, but I love you anyhow. And I love you so much that I come down here where you was at. I know your family's heartbroken and you feel like nobody cares and nobody loves you. You feel like you can't go home, but I want you to know you can get up and you can come with me and I can bring you home and I can restore you. I've come to where you're at. I want to do a little visiting with you today. Amen. They know what it's like when the Holy Ghost comes by. I tend to believe that, Jonathan. They've been in services enough. They've been where the Holy Ghost has been moving around in services. They felt him in songs. They've heard him in messages that's been preached. Amen. They know when the Holy Ghost comes by. They're going to know when God visits them. Hallelujah. So lift your head up, church. And rejoice and know that God knows where they're at and he's about to go visit with them. Woo! And who is it that has ever resisted him? Come on, talk to me. Scripture said who's resisted his will? Huh? Who? When God goes visiting, amen, he'll pick them up. Amen. So tonight, somebody start making your way to the piano. See, I told y'all it wouldn't be long tonight. We read about it in Jeremiah, and God made a promise. And Jeremiah said, I'll go visit them. I'll go where they're at. I'll go down to Babylon to where they're at. I'll go, I'll go hunt them up and I'll bring them up and I'll restore them back to this place. Amen? And then we read over in the book of Ezra where God, the best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. The best proof that your Bible is correct is the Bible. The best proof that God honors his promises and fulfills them is the Bible. And in Ezra, said, by the mouth of Jeremiah, right? He said, God stirred him up. And God made that king of Babylon to hand those vessels over to the man of God. So they get back down to the house of God. Is everybody all right? Boy, y'all didn't got that. I'm telling you, I got that. Amen. I got loved ones. I got loved ones. Mason, amen, I've been praying for them. Amen, seems like they're more hard-headed today than they've ever been. Amen, I'd hate to butt heads with them, probably knock me out. Right? Won't listen. Y'all ain't got nobody like that, do you? Just won't listen. You try to talk to them, no, they know everything. You can't tell them nothing. Is everybody all right? 
You see the way they're doing and the way they're going and you know it's wrong. And somehow, some way, I, don't, I ain't got it figured out yet, but they have figured out a way that it's your fault. Any of y'all, ever, any of y'all know anybody like that? <laughs> Miss Chris is ready. Hallelujah, preacher, preach home. Yeah. I don't know who it is in your family. Or who it is that maybe just a good friend used to be a great friend. Maybe it was somebody you used to get high with. Everybody all right? And y'all got right, got saved, and then they got back out there. I don't know. Amen. Shame on you. Shame on the Lord. Shame on the devil. Right? But they got tripped up and they're back out there. And it looks like they ain't never going to get right. Maybe it was somebody raised in church all their life. Know what's right from wrong. And somehow, some way, they've been taken by the king of Babylon down to Babylon. Right? Well, they won't listen. They don't want to talk about it. But God said, hey, you pray for the ones that's here that they don't go out, and I'll go check on them. Ain't that good? Y'all missed it, didn't you? God said, do you worry about these? Now, I'm not telling you to quit praying for them. But God said, you worry about these. Help, help and encourage each other so that they don't, uh, so that no more get carried out. And I'll go check on them. Is everybody all right? God said, I'm about ready to go do some business. Amen. God's fixing to go do some visiting. Amen. You remember when he come visited your address? That's right, right over there. Got you, didn't he? You remember when he came visited you, young lady, right over here? Hey, Nicky, you remember when he visited you right over there? That's, boy, that's, what, that's what he does. That's what he does. Just keep on praying. Amen. That's right. Hey, John, you remember when he visited you? I remember one day you was up there, you was bawling like a baby. That big old man right there, bawling like a little girl. Just weeping and crying. Hey, I guilty. I've done the same thing. 23-year-old redneck, man, couldn't nobody whoop me. You hear what I'm telling you? But boy, the Holy Ghost came by where I was at. I wasn't no match for him. Amen? Ain't that right, Davin? You probably got somebody you're praying for. Probably got somebody you're ready to give up on. That's okay. God's about to go visit them. Amen. Oh, somebody's already at the piano. Sister, somebody is going to play something. But tonight, maybe, 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 maybe it'd do good for you just to come down here and say, Lord, thank you for going and visiting my loved one out there in Babylon. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to go visit them Lord, you know how I'm heartbroken over them. Lord, you know, they make me so mad. I want to pinch your head off. And God, I can't get through to them, but Lord, I know you're about to go visit them. And I just want to thank you. Maybe that's all you need to do tonight. I don't know. But Lord, it'd be a good thing to thank the Lord for going and visiting your loved one, your friend, your family member. Amen. God's about ready to go do some visiting. Amen.
who do you think's going to resist him? Uh-uh. I just thanked him. Amen. When I read that, going and visiting my loved ones. Amen.